0: Well, today, yeah. actually, what I have to share with you is my testimony. Um, since we last spoke, I contracted COVID 19. And um, it was, um, I thank God because number one, death never entered my mind, dying never. Into
1: hallelujah. My hallelujah. Mind.
0: <laughs> and hallelujah, and here's oh, the testimony. Thank you, in,
1: Jesus.
0: Yes, here's the testimony in that. Um, and it's it goes along with what the Lord has had me ministering all year long through my partner letters and the teachings on Facebook. It's about cooperating with the word of God. When God gives us a hallelujah. word, we need to honor the honor the authority of his word and the way we honor the authority of his word is number one honor the one who said it so we need to honor him and then honor his word and make that word first place over 10 years ago the lord and i had a conversation he he gave me and we can turn there psalm 91 16 And actually, it's verse 15. I'll start with 15. Yes. Okay. It says, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. It's that honor him part. The, the Lord and I had that talk about honor. He says, I'm going to honor you. And verse 16, he says, with long life will I satisfy you, will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? He said, with long life, I'm going to satisfy you and show you my salvation. And then he asked me how long I wanted to live. And I prayed about it for two or three days before I answered him, because I didn't want to just throw out a number. And when I did come out with this number, and I'll tell you, it's a supernatural number, it's a supernatural number. He said, Catherine, will you do me a favor? I said, okay. He said, will you stay on this earth twice as long? He says, I want you up here even more than you want to be up here. But there's an anointing that I need in this earth. And I trust you to carry it. Will you stay on earth for this amount of time? I said, yes, Lord, I will. So with long life, I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. So I already know that I have long life. And I so received Hallelujah. this word. This was over 10 years ago. I so received this word that just like you have evidence in your life of everything that God is doing, there was evidence in my life. Um, when my many people or several people have said it to me but you know when your mother says something to you you know mom yeah. says it's going to take lots of lifetimes to do everything that you want to do I said, yeah, it is. <laughs> she sees, she sees that not only will God has spoken to me about the long life that he would give me, but not only has he given me long life, he's given me dreams for long life. He's given me things to do in this long life. With long life, will yes. I satisfy you? He's given me desires of things to do during this long life. Yes. And mom saw it. She says, it's going to take lots of lifetimes to do what you want to do. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so now, and so I settled that in my heart over 10 years ago. And I don't often tell people the number or anything like that. Number one, because it's just really mm, precious between me and God. And number two, because um, there are a lot of people who just wouldn't believe it. And so he's only had me to share it with certain people, but I have that in my heart with long life. And so I know how long I'm going to be on this earth. And I even know how I'm going to transition home. So these are things that I have treasured in my, like Mary pondered in my heart, they're settled in my heart. So no matter what situation comes up, that's the word that I stand on. And so when this this COVID came up, death never entered my mind. As a matter of fact, I was in the middle of going to a week long convention where it's nothing but the word morning, noon and night. It's total immersion in the word. And we, uh, the people who go to this convention, we know what kind of week it's gonna be. We're excited about it and we come, but we know at the end that we're gonna like sleep for two or three days. I mean, we know we're gonna, it's, it's that intense. Um, and so um, that's how much word I'm receiving, word, word, word. And one of, um, and something that God had spoken to me, he says, don't let it take your joy. And I didn't know what it was at the time. As a matter of fact, it is anything. You know, you got bills that come up, don't let it take your joy. You got people not acting right, don't let it take your joy. You got a problem that comes up, don't let it take your joy. Well, when COVID came up, I said, oh, you're not taking my joy. And um, so there was a lot of laughter. There was a lot of rejoicing. There was a lot of praising God. There was a merry heart that doeth good like a medicine. Praise the Lord. And um, to God be the glory, just as fast as the symptoms came, they went. So it started out with a stuffy head. Um, I could hardly breathe, you know, stuffy nose and stuff. But the next day it was gone. Um, And um, there was that cough that just hurt so much. It felt like knives were cutting me from the inside every time I coughed. But the next day that was gone. And then there was the Glory fever. God. And the next day, that was gone. And then there was the shortness of breath. Hallelujah. And the shortness of breath hung around a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but I was still, look, and it was so funny. Have you ever heard somebody who can't breathe laugh? It's like, <laughs> you know, was, and I, and, and just to hear myself laugh, it sounded so funny. It made me laugh more. It was, I couldn't uh, breathe, but I couldn't stop laughing. And um, this went on for about two or three days. And I noticed that this symptom didn't leave like the others left. And it was getting worse. It's like I couldn't even walk to the restroom without getting really out of breath. And then when I did walk to the restroom and came back into the living room, I sat down on the couch, I would catch my breath, but then I wanted to lay down. When I laid down, I lost my breath again. And it took me a while to lay there and get it back. And when I sat up, I lost my breath again. And it took me a while to get it back. So, and, and in the meantime, also, I'm starting to feel nauseous in my stomach. I can't hold any food down. can't even hold down my vitamin C or my zinc, you know, the, the vitamins that I'm taking. And so I thank God, it was kind of funny how it happened. It was like, you know, Catherine, if you needed something from the grocery store, you would go and you would pick it up. Well, just go to the hospital, pick up some nutrients, let them put an IV in your arm, let them give you some oxygen, just pick up what you need. And so I, I told my um, helper here and she um, helped, she took me to the hospital and um, I'll sh- Well, I don't know how much of this part I'll share, but took me to the hospital. I sat in the emergency room um, from about seven in the evening till three something in the morning um, before I could get my room. Um, But that whole time I sat there, I just and I couldn't even have my mask up. I had to have my mask down because it was hard to breathe. And they were like, ma'am, put your mask up. I was like, I cannot breathe. And so they let me be. But I sat there from all that time, 7 p.m. to 3 a.m., and all I did was concentrate on breathing. And they didn't hear a peep out of me. They didn't, you know, um, they, they, did, they wouldn't have known. I'm just sitting there quiet. I'm just breathing, breathing. Well, finally, at three something in the morning, they're taking me to my room, and I asked the nurse who's pushing me in the wheelchair to um, push me into the restroom, please. And he says, do you want me to just, you know, push you to the door or take you in? I said, please take me in. And he put me right where the toilet is. And then, of course, he stepped out. But as soon as I stood up and took those two steps to the toilet, I could not breathe. And I believe it freaked him out (laughs) because I had been sitting there quiet the whole time and he was like, ma'am, are you okay? Can I help you? Can I help you? And I just, I could not breathe after taking those two steps. And then I had phlegm. I didn't have enough power to blow it out. I, I just could not get any air. So after I used the restroom, they hurried up and got me to my room. And the first thing they did when they got me in there was put oxygen on me. And, um, and the nurse was like, oh, whew, I feel better now. And it was like, yeah, me too. Thank you very much. I got some oxygen. And um, so long story short, it was the next day when they actually transferred me up to an actual hospital room. I was in the emergency room room there, but they took me up to my room in the actual hospital. And to God be the glory, the nurse who was tending to me was a saint and we prayed together. She prayed over me. I prayed over her. And every time she came into my room, it was a time of blessed fellowship. Um, In my room, I had my computer. I had my Bible. I had my CD player to play the word, the word, the word, the word all the time. Um, I couldn't read my Bible because I couldn't focus and my eyes wouldn't center quite. So I couldn't read it, but I played Um, broadcasts on my computer. I played the CD at night. I had the word going. And so the nurses and doctors who would come in my room, they were like, oh, what church do you go to? Oh, I need to go to church. And so I was able to say, hey, this isn't far from here and send them there. And they would ask me about the Lord. They would ask me. So it was a time of just witnessing. Um, I was in my room for, they expected to have me there for about a week. I was in my room for a couple of days. They said, hey, you're doing really good. You're going to be able to go home soon. They're like, you're a quick mend. And so actually, I think it was the third day, maybe the third day they started telling me we're going to get you ready to go home. On the fourth day, they told me you can go home, but they didn't tell me until about 730 in the evening. And so I said, well, can I please stay another day? Um, and the reason was because when I left at seven thirty in the evening, I'd still have to go get all the prescriptions and said so it would be real late before I got home. Um, and so the next day I came home, they said, you're a quick mend, you're a quick fix. And um, when yeah, I, I mean, and they, they sent me home with oxygen. And so I was wearing it, you know, getting it here. I wore oxygen for two full days. Once I got home the third day, They said, well, let's wean you off of the oxygen. Take the oxygen off. And if your oxygen level drops below a certain point, put it back on. So I took the oxygen off and and the oxygen level stayed up. But by like six o'clock in the evening, I was so tired, just breathing. I was tired. So I put the oxygen back on um, and, and went to bed. And the next day I took it off and I have not worn it since. To God be the glory to God. Hallelujah.
1: Glory to God.
0: And um, the, the Thank besides you, besides not letting it take my joy, the thing of just not even, it's not even not being afraid of death. It was not even considering death. Death never entered my mind Hallelujah. because of the word Hallelujah. that had been settled in my heart 10 years before with long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation? Hallelujah. And Glory so as I was um, processing this whole experience that happened, um, the Lord gave me 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And this was after I had come out of it. But while I was in it, he was, he was having me, he, he, he says, well, besides the COVID that I've been through, there's a new story here. We have a governor in Texas, and the governor has taken the vaccines. He's fully vaccinated, but he contracted COVID. I said, Lord, he has the vaccine, but he contracted COVID? What kind of sense does that make? And then there were other crazy stories going on like this. People had gotten protection from whatever, but then still... The thing that they were protected from got them. And I'm like, Lord, I just, you know, and I don't pay attention to the news um, because there's just so much negativity with it. So I don't let it get in my yeah. spirit. But when there's something that God wants to bring to my attention, he does. And so this came to my attention. I was like, the things that people are protecting themselves from are still getting them. And I, and, I, and I began to get angry about it because here they're trying to make it mandatory that people get the vaccine. Well, why make it mandatory if it doesn't work? And then when, when I got COVID, yeah. I asked them, I said, so are you going to take another test and it's going to show that, I'm, you know, that I don't have it? They said, oh, no, when you take the test, it's still going to show that you have COVID, even though you don't have the symptoms anymore. I'm like, what kind of sense does this make? And so the Lord just really quickened it to me, right? So yeah, it's all, yeah. Yeah. And so the Lord just quickened it to me to start paying attention. There is a difference. We need, well, first of all, we as believers need to be aware that there are two realms. There's a spiritual realm and there's a natural realm. We live in this natural realm. But as believers, we are supposed to operate from the spiritual realm. In 2 Corinthians Amen. chapter 10, it says, we don't war after the flesh. As a matter of fact, sorry, I, I've got you in 2 Corinthians 4, but let's just flip over to 2 Corinthians 10. Uh, verse 3. And it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So we walk in the flesh. We're here on this earth. We walk in the flesh. But we don't war after the flesh. We do war, but we don't war after the flesh. That's not how we as believers are to operate. So now if you look down at verse 4, it says... For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not sensible. They're not on this earthly realm. But mighty through God
1: to the pulling down of
0: strongholds. And John 4 tells us that God is a spirit. God is spirit. So if our weapons are mighty through God, they're strong in the spirit. And that's where we as saints need to operate. That's where we rule from. Ephesians chapter two tells us that we are seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We've been raised to sit with him. So we need, we as believers need to be aware number one, that there is a spiritual realm and there is a natural realm. And number two, We need to be aware that the spiritual realm supersedes the natural realm, because everything that we see in the natural realm came from the spirit. And that's why when symptoms attack our body, we can confidently say, by Jesus's stripes, I am healed. I don't care what the symptoms look like. I don't care what my body feels like. I don't care what others say. This is in the natural realm, but I'm operating from the spiritual realm. And I have grabbed this word that Holy Spirit gave me that says by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. So when my symptoms clear uh, up, I say, by Jesus's stripes, I'm healed. When the symptoms go down a little bit, I say, by Jesus's stripes, I'm healed. When the doctor says, oh, you need to go to the hospital, by Jesus's stripes, I'm healed. When the ho- when the doctor says, get your house in order because you're getting ready to leave this earth, by Jesus's stripes, I'm healed. And as I continue to stand Hallelujah. on that word. This spiritual supersedes the natural, and these symptoms must obey. They must come into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And then when I look and the symptoms are gone, guess what? Still, by Jesus' stripes, I'm healed. I'm operating from the spiritual at all times. Hallelujah. And people say, but wait a minute, if you still have the symptoms, if you're still coughing, if you have the stuffy nose, if you have to take chemotherapy, if you have to take dialysis, aren't you lying if you're telling people that you are healed? No, I'm not lying because the spiritual is more of a reality than the natural is. And I'm Ah, using my authority to call those things that be not as though they were. I have authority to change things. Uh, Genesis chapter 1. And we'll um, read verses 27 and 28.
1: Yes, Genesis chapter 1. Yes, verses 27 and 28. So 27 says, <clears throat> So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, a male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, Feed the earth and subdue it. Have dominion of the, over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth.
0: Yes. And so- Hallelujah. Part, amen. And so it says that God created us in his own image. We are created in God's image. We're created just like Him. We can operate just like God. Now, Adam lost Hallelujah. that in the garden when he um, ate of the fruit, but Jesus got it back. And yes. I think a lot of Christians miss the memo. Jesus got it back. Hallelujah. So we have the authority that God gave us. <laughs> and yes. so in verse 28, it says, God blessed them and said unto them, so that is the blessing. What, what God said, what we're getting ready to read, that God said, this is the blessing. The blessing is the empowerment to succeed. Hallelujah. Um, Proverbs 10:22, it says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow to it. The blessing, Hallelujah. singular, one blessing of the Lord yes. maketh rich. It makes rich with blessings, you know, the house, the car, the money, the family, the peace, the joy, those are the blessings, but it's the blessing singular that makes rich and that blessing is God's empowerment to succeed. So the way that he empowered Adam and Eve here is that he spoke to them. And guess what? The way that he empowers us today is by speaking to us. When he says, Evans, start that ministry. When he says, Evans, start that business. When he says, Evans, lay hands on this person. When he says, when he is speaking that to you, he is blessing you. He is giving you the empowerment to succeed just by virtue of his telling you to do something.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Glory to God. And so. Amen. He, with Adam and Eve, he's empowering them with the blessing. Verse 28, he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. It's that part about subdue that I want to talk about. I love the way my pastor defines it. Um, he looked it up, but this is his favorite. He says, when you subdue something, it means if something gets out of line, put it back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah something gets out of line, put it back. And so that's what we are doing when we are operating from our place in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah. And we, God is saying that we as believers need to get to that place where the spiritual realm becomes more of a reality to us than the natural realm.
1: Hallelujah. Glory to God.
0: And here's the reason. This is the scripture I've been trying to get to. This is the scripture that he had me meditate um, as, I, as I was recovering from COVID 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And so we're going to look at verses 16 through 18. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. And so we're joining um, uh, Paul in the middle of a thought, but he says, For which cause? We faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So, here again is uh, a differentiation between the natural realm and the spiritual realm. The outward man is part of the natural realm, the outward man uh, perishes day by day. The the body deteriorates, you know, people. Talk about how age will do a number on you, but we as believers, we don't have to have that as our story because the word says he renews. He's doing it to you, renews our youth like the eagle. Amen. (laughs) So, so left to its own, the body gets weaker and weaker as time goes on. The outward man perishes. This is in the natural realm. Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Our spirit man is renewed day by day. Now this is verse 17 for our light affliction, which is, but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. This light affliction, this COVID, this financial struggle, this business, whatever this, uh, the things that we may be going through in the natural it's a light affliction. It might not feel like it, but when you compare it to the spiritual, oh honey, this is a light affliction because in the spirit where our inward man is being renewed day by day, in the spirit, it is a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. God is up to something good on our behalf. He's building something into us. He's developing something in us he's strengthening something in us he's developing something in us and it's working for us a far more exceeding and eternal plate of glory verse 18 while we look not at the things which are seen that's in the natural but at the things which are not seen that's in the spiritual for the things which are seen are temporal or temporary but the things which are not seen are eternal and so what Hallelujah. god is showing me come on saints get it together stop looking at what's going on in the natural tune into the spiritual the spiritual is a greater reality than the natural and if you would just get over into that place where number one you realize that there's a difference between well number one that you realize that there are two realms and realize number two that the spiritual realm supersedes the natural and number three that you are a part of the spiritual realm and that's where you operate that's how you can subdue things if things get out of line put it back Operate Hallelujah. from the place of your authority, which happens yeah. in the spiritual realm. Hallelujah.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. So,
0: so this that happened with the COVID, um, yes, it took a toll on my body. And I will tell you, let me back up. To whom much is given, of him shall much be required. The Lord has been teaching me for years, and I'm not saying I've mastered it, but I've become quite proficient in it, and I'm still growing and developing. And so when I say I've become quite proficient, that means the Lord holds me responsible. He's taught me about the power of my words. He's taught me about the importance of only saying that, that I want to happen because I get what I say. He, he's had me in training for years. My spirit, he's training my spirit to bring about every word that I speak. And so I can't afford to waste my words. I can't afford to say, oh, my head is killing me. I can't afford to say, oh, I'm afraid so. Yeah, that I'm afraid so. Mm-mm. I can't speak fear at all. I can't speak death over Glory to God. at all. You understand? I'm responsible yeah. for my words. And I, I love it. Um, there's a teacher over here, preacher, teacher, pastor. And his name is Creflo Dollar. And he was teaching on this years ago, but I, it, what he said always stuck with me. You know, when somebody gets on your nerves or when somebody's not doing what they're supposed to do and you just want to, you know, say something or you want to call them what you are, you thief and liar. You, you want to, uh, Creflo says, Mm-mm, I am not going to waste my words on you because my words are too powerful a weapon. If I say this, up,
1: it's going
0: to happen. And that's how I think of my words. And so when that person comes along and gets on my nerves, I don't say anything immediately. And I'm like, Lord, what words can I say to bless them? What words can I say to to speak over them to change what's going on? What seeds can I plant with my words? And then I'll speak.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know,
0: our, our words are powerful a weapons, yes. And so I know the moment that COVID was allowed to come upon me. I was actually responding to um, a pastor there in Kenya um, and I was um, doing a recording because he called during the convention and I just wanted to let him know that I had received his message. I wouldn't be able to attend to it right then because I was in the middle of the convention. I wouldn't be able to. But I wanted him to know that I'd received it and I'd get back to it. And in describing the convention, I already told you how intense it is and, and how, um, you know, when we leave, we know we're going to want to get some sleep, you know. Um, I told him, I said, I'm in this convention morning to night. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I said, not, oh, my gosh, in a bad way, because it's a great thing. I said, it's just that it takes a toll on the physical body. That's the moment I opened the door for COVID to come upon me. Because I said, it takes a toll on my body. So at that moment, my body's defenses were down. I opened up the hedge And so my body became vulnerable to COVID. So it's very important to guard your words. As a matter of fact, Matthew chapter 12. Um, I'll just read verse 36. And this is in the context where Jesus is teaching and he says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, you know, and how a good man will speak out of the good treasures of his heart and an evil man will speak out of the evil treasures of his heart. But here in 36, he says, but I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. And that word idle, it means useless, dead, non-productive, and negative. Yeah. And that's what I spoke when I said it's taking a toll on my body. And this scripture speaks of the day of judgment. We're not talking about the day of judgment where we see Jesus. We're talking about the day of judgment when that word that you spoke comes up. My day of judgment was that very same day because that's the day that I opened myself up for COVID to attack my body. yeah. So I'm able to see how it happened, but I thank God that even in the midst of it, I belong to him and he made <laughs> even that work for my good in the name of Jesus. And so um, with COVID, um, it's not, we would like to think that we as saints and we as believers, we're just not going to encounter it. But that's not what Jesus said. He said, "In this world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world." No matter what we go through, God has given us a way to to overcome. We are to be overcomers through it, no matter what. So um, that's that's my testimony. I just praise the Lord for it. Hallelujah. And um, I thank God for the, the word that, that he has imparted to me and, and how he's got me focusing now. Am I paying attention to the spiritual realm? When situations come up and there's the spiritual realm and, and here in the natural where these things are happening, will I choose to operate from my place in the spiritual realm, walk in my authority, subdue things? If things are out of order Put them back if things get out of line. Put them back because the spiritual supersedes the natural. Glory to God.
1: Amen.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen. I pray that you were blessed by that.
1: Yes, uh, I'm, I'm really uh, touched by that testimony and. I believe that uh, the, the recording you can maybe send it so that I can send it to the people so to hear what the Lord can do because uh, the Lord also was reminding me about uh, Hebrews chapter 13, uh, verse 8, that says, A Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And so, you know, many people think that uh, Jesus cannot heal uh, uh, COVID, but now it is evident Hallelujah. that he can a COVID-19 and any other virus that Glory. will ever come. So long, we still live on this earth. Until that day that we are going, I believe that we are the children of God, we are going to uh, die or we are, we, are, we in fact, we are, we are just going to pass through, we are not uh, dying, to pass through the other side, like you said. Yes. Uh, um, so <laughs> i'm so happy you really uh, bless my heart and uh, i'm so uh i'm so lifted in my spirit amen uh, hallelujah
0: praise god me too
1: hallelujah
0: lord we thank you lord we praise you lord we magnify you and lift you up lord we remember you we thank you for where you brought us from we thank you for where you're taking us We thank you, Lord, for the way that you have touched and changed and transformed our lives. And we thank you, Lord, how you are putting us on display for others to see. Lord, you are making us your show and tell, show and tell of your goodness, show and tell of your faithfulness, show and tell of your love. We thank you, Lord, for the multiplication that is coming from you, Lord, for the lives that are being touched and transformed, for souls that are coming into the kingdom, and not just souls that are coming into the kingdom lord but souls that are being raised in the kingdom going from the milk of the word to the meat of the word knowing who they are in christ and knowing the authority they have in christ and knowing how to use the authority they have in christ in jesus name we thank you lord for every blessing we thank Thank you, you lord that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you, Lord, that your word does not fail. We thank you, Lord, that we can stand on your word and expect it to come to pass. Glory to God. Continue to Hallelujah. teach us how to cooperate with your word. Show us to uh, how to... Um, esteem the spiritual realm um, as as yes. as more of a reality than the natural realm. In Jesus' name, keep that on our minds. Train us in that Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just speak right. blessing over Pastor Evan.